I've always been fascinated by the seemingly unending ways people can make money from the simplest things, and affiliate marketing is one of them. So in this interview, I spoke with Greg Jeffries, who has a ton of experience in this area and shares some of the ways he uses SEO to generate income. So Greg, thanks for joining me today, all the way from Austin, Texas. Yeah, thanks for having me on your show. My pleasure. Um, You've spent years working hard to master online affiliate marketing, and I'm quite interested in this area because I've always seen it as a bit of a dark art. So I'm really keen to, uh, for you to demystify <laughs> that for me. Um, can you tell me first, though, what is affiliate marketing and how do you make money out of it? Yeah, it's, it's actually really simple and not as scary as some people might think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally just um, kind of like being um, an independent sales rep or something like uh, like an insurance agent or something where you're a partner of these products and services that you promote and based on people that you refer to this company or this product or organization you get a kickback whether it be a a one-time fee or a recurring fee based on uh, the particular affiliate program the more people you refer to these products and services that you promote the more money you make so you know basically almost anything that you can think of um, has an affiliate program, whether it be a digital product or a physical product. So, um, you know, uh, you know, this is just audio, but like anything that you look around your, um, your office, chairs, desks, lights, t-shirts, hats, um, you know, uh, you know, membership sites, things like that, all those, there's a pretty high chance that most of those products have um, an affiliate program, and so I can recommend and promote those all over the internet. And uh, yeah, it's just it, there's so much traffic, and there's so many people. Even if one person or a lot of people are making thousands of dollars, like that's it's a very, very achievable number just because there's so much money and um, products that are being bought every single day online. So um, yeah, that kind of clarifies things a little bit, but it's it's not as intimidating as you might think because I, I don't consider myself super, uh, like a super extrovert or somebody that would be good at uh, maybe a um, boiler room job where it's a call center and I'm like closing people on the phone, but you don't necessarily have to be uh, for, you know, online marketing. You can, I, you can build up websites, so you don't have to be on calls like this. You don't have to do videos on YouTube. You can literally just have blogs and you can either write the right content or outsource it and people will, you know, be attracted, come to the site and they don't even have to know who you are or that you exist. They're just, you know, they're looking for information. You deliver it to them. They buy the, you know, product that solves the problem they're trying to uh, look to solve. And then, and then you get a commission for that and you just do that over and over and over again. And, um, I, I love it because if, you want to be anonymous, you can, you know, nobody has to know who you are. Yeah, which is a really nice thing in today's um, businesses or the way you can run modern businesses is if you're extrovert, that's great. You can use that to your advantage. But even if you're an introvert, you can use that to your advantage as well. Maybe there are other things that you can do. I'm, I'm curious, though, what's your background? How did you get into this? Uh, really just, I don't know, just kind of, um, I have a design background. And I guess I've always been entrepreneurial, but I didn't know that I could be an entrepreneur. I don't. I didn't know that I could work for myself because I didn't have any 
really um, role models or influences in my life, like uh, parents or uh, uncles and people in my immediate family that were successful, successfully running their own businesses. So I, you know, I went the traditional route. I went to school and college and then got a job and I sucked at it, but that was what I thought I had to do. And so I just, just kind of, you know, I had access to the internet, so I was just dabbling into, um, you know, typing in the usual searches, you know, how to make money online, like easy ways to make money online, free ways to make money online. And once I got burned by a lot of those kind of scams and surveys and all that stuff, um, I was like, there has to be a way because I see these people that are supposedly making money. And, you know, it's just a, a series of, you know, several years and thousands of dollars spent of like going through the school of hard knocks and just failing a lot. And then finally finding some things that do actually work. Cause I mean, just to be honest, like all the surveys and things, they do work, but they're, it's not what is promised in those sales videos and stuff. Like you're probably not going to, you can spend full time working on those surveys and filling them out and stuff. You're generally not going to make a comfortable living, though. Oh, are um, these are these product review surveys. Explain these. Well, the surveys you're literally like just filling out surveys mm -hmm. for different products and stuff, but you're not going to get paid very much. Right. You know, so it's not like yes, you can earn side income, but the amount of time that you're investing yeah. in those, it's it's you're getting paid less than a minimum wage job generally, so it doesn't make sense. But um. Uh, yeah, and yeah. it's not it's not developing a passive income. I mean, one of the things I, I, I started what I, I'm doing because I like playing with computers and I like graphics and I like working with people and that, you know, I like technology. But ideally, the best way to run a business is to have something which is passive. It's working in the background, either other people doing it or you've created something that's making money. And obviously things like that, you're still having to do the work, but actually being paid a very small fee for it. Right. So it's it's not... You know, when I was in college, it seemed cool because like any money is good, good money. I was literally making like a couple of hundred bucks a year. So it was, it obviously I can't support myself on that, but I was just like, yay, like $200, but you know, I can't buy anything with that. But um, yeah, I just stuck with it because um, I just was, I'm a hard worker, but I was just not very good at trend, like communicating my worth and my skills on on a resume which and you know led to jobs that were you know decent jobs but they didn't pay much so i was like man i know i know i'm worth more i know i'm not an idiot like i know i can get paid more and but that's the weird thing about what i do uh, with affiliate marketing online marketing stuff sadly it's like it's not something that they really teach in, in a school. So, but yet I make more now than all of my friends. And it is not even something that you can learn in a school, I don't think. Yeah. And it, so. it is something where you often, and this is where I have a negative feeling about uh, affiliate marketing, you have to wade through a lot of dross before you come up with really the right ways of doing things. And, and that kind of leads me on to your, your business, um, SEO Affiliate Domination, or your website, SEOAffiliateDomination.com, where mm -hmm. uh, you've developed a course and you're explaining how you, they can go about setting up their own affiliate schemes. Um, I want to come to that and I want you to tell me a little bit more uh, about that. But I've got a few questions on SEO. Is that something that's necessary? Is it really important that you get found on Google or are there other ways of getting, uh, getting these click-throughs? 
Yeah, there's two main ways to get traffic. One is through SEO and organic traffic, and then the other is through paid traffic. So there's all kinds of different paid platforms, uh, you know, YouTube, AdWords, Facebook, just to name a few. Um, but in the beginning, the reason I gravitated towards SEO is because I didn't have any money. I didn't have I was I didn't have a budget. So while it is in theory like slower, it's a lot less uh, expensive or potentially free. It just takes your time. And so I had, I had a lot of time though. So I was like, well, I mean, at some point, like I didn't see me getting a lot more money anytime soon. So I was like, what? Well, I, I just need to just forget about how much time it's going to take to maybe get the ball rolling on this. And I just need to put in the time because I have it. So if I don't put it in, I'm, I'm just being lazy. I'm I'm looking for the easy way out and you know I just came to the conclusion like that the easy way is putting in the work because it gets easier over time you know you I'm I don't work as hard as I used to it's just really about being disciplined and consistent if you put in a little bit of time and effort every single day it it, it compounds it's not like a, a linear growth it's exponential yeah, that's generally how I see marketing itself. It's something that needs to be done a little and often, really, to push forward. Um, some people manage it through large campaigns, and they'll put a lot of effort in and go out in a certain direction and then not do very much. But I, I've seen better results through people just doing little bits, whether it costs any money or not, but just doing a little bit on a regular basis, and, and it mounts up. It really builds. So just could you give me an example of something that you've done in the past that's worked quite well for you um, regarding search optimization? One of the programs that pays me a decent amount is called ClickFunnels. I don't know if you'll, you've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, I saw a couple of videos on that that you've done. Yeah, so that I I built my initial like passive income from that product by creating a bunch of YouTube videos mm. like years ago, a couple of years ago now, and they're still out there and they're still making sales and people still come across them and stuff. And that was work that I put in you know three years ago, and it's just just an example of like laying a foundation in and I you know it obviously took me time to create each one of those videos and upload them and stuff but now I'm doing nothing and I'm still getting commissions and activity from those videos and stuff so that's yeah and it, it's it, for, from the ones I've seen they seem to be helpful videos so they're showing how to do something in that that ClickFunnel application, so you're you're really responding to questions that people might be asking on Google or YouTube, uh, and then hopefully your video comes up, and if it does, you can push them into the right direction. Absolutely, yeah, and that's that's kind of my angle of selling anything. I, I try not to be overly salesy. I just try to provide value, and you know, because at the end of the day, it's I don't think you can really force anybody to do anything. They're they're either gonna buy it or not they either have money or don't and they're either gonna like me or not like me and i just regardless of whether they buy from me or not i just at the end of the day i just want to provide value and that usually if you focus on that the money follows so you know and so how do you find which companies have an affiliate scheme and then um maybe choosing the ones that you want to spend the effort on because they give you a good cut Definitely, like products that appear to have uh, that appear to be like trending or popular, and also products that seem to have a budget. 
you know, a budget that, that can market and also have a retargeting budget because, you know, if I send them to, you know, through my affiliate link, ideally I want that company to have a retargeting budget that will follow them all over the internet and try to close them on that sale. But I can, I can point them there initially, but I, I want them to kind of use their budget to. Yeah, so that's, that's a good idea. So looking for a company who's heavily marketing their product anyway, they're doing all the right things. You go in with your affiliate code, and I, I know in some cases that, that affiliate code is then open for a period of time. So once they've clicked through, that you've got a certain amount of days to capture that um, income. And so if they're doing great marketing as well, keeping them captured and coming back to the site, then you'll, you'll get a cut of that. Nice, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, like you just said, the cookies, um, yeah, most companies are like 30-day, 60-day cookies, but if it's one of these you know, products that's like, hey, we have a 365-day cookie, even better because really? you know, wow. if, if they click today and they don't buy until almost a year later and I still get the commission, that just increases the chances that you know, Absolutely. Gonna... Yeah, and then you get a lot more paying off later on. You know, you, you think nothing's happening. It may take a long time. I know there's certain products that take a, have a longer lead time in terms of people buying them and getting around to making that decision. So, yeah, definitely. So how yeah. do you how do you keep up with these schemes? Because I know that um, Apple have recently announced they're dropping affiliate payments for um, their App Store apps. I'm very much in the Apple ecosystem. I don't pay attention to any other areas. <laughs> but I know they're dropping that, and a lot of people are quite frustrated by it. How do you how do you keep on top of that and seeing who's who's dropping who's increasing? I uh, I I don't really. I mean, I most of my sites and properties, like sites and videos that I create, I I build them and then just kind of do something else um, because I I just want to have like multiple income streams coming in. But in the event that some program either goes offline or you know just ceases to exist or gets bought out or drops their affiliate program. I like cloak or mask most of my affiliate links so that I can control them online. So if thing like if it was a health and fitness uh, or maybe some kind of diet supplement that uh, maybe they got shut down by the FTC or their affiliate program went uh, down, um, I want the ability to be able to quickly pivot and swap out that link with a comparative, a compatible offer or whatever alternative. Um, so that I'm not, because the traffic is probably still there, and I don't want to lose all that effort I've built, whether it be a site or a YouTube video like that link. There's still traffic that's coming, so I want to be able to redirect it to a, a alternative offer. So that's how I'll pivot, um, and that's something you just learn over time because you don't want to. It's just a bad feeling to be um, to have all these raw affiliate links sprinkled all over the internet, and then something like that happens. Like maybe it, maybe the affiliate program is still live, but they just they change their affiliate network, and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to go change five thousand links? <laughs> you can't. Yeah. I don't even know where I've placed them. You know? <laughs> yeah, because as you said, you, you do the work and forget about it, and move on to something else, which seems seems yeah. like a nice way of doing it. Um, so tell me a little bit more about SEO affiliate domination. How did it start? Um, how did the idea come about? Yeah, so I mean, I've always wanted, I've, always, I've had courses um, over the years for different things I was doing, but mostly they've just been little um, mini techniques and strategies and stuff. And I, I really wanted kind of like an evergreen product or membership that I could 
sell that I didn't have to change a whole bunch about it like every single year because I I mean it takes time to create a course it actually it takes away from me doing SEO because I I still I I do what I teach you know so it's hard to do and teach at the same time so um, really it just it was a it took me several years to gather and put together all the stuff that I'm teaching inside the course and so um, uh, you know, I probably could have come out with it a couple years earlier, but I was I was missing like one or two pieces that I didn't have like the complete puzzle in my head, or at least or at least to me. Um, and so when I finally got those, I was like, cool, I've got the whole picture now. Now I can um, put that into a course to um, number one for really just a reference for myself because uh, I, for my own process because. Now that I'm actually doing le more teaching and less of the actual implementation, if I ever wanted to, you know, if I ever forgot something, I would have this documentation of my process because, hey, you know, you, you get busy and distracted. And if you don't do the thing that you're good at for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you will forget it. You'll forget a step. And uh, so I, I made it initially kind of for me. And then I know a lot of uh, like, I have some income reports I publish and I get hit up all the time with people who are like, what are you doing? Teach me. And I don't have, there's not enough of me to work one-on-one -on -one with people. And I was just, I, so I built it for other people too. So I could be just like, here, pay me this amount, go into this membership site. This is my whole process. Do it. It works. Um, and so, yeah, it's or uh, as a reference for myself and then also to help a bunch of other people. And like, I, I'm really happy with, with the course because it's unlike a lot of other courses I've been through over the years, uh, the way I teach SEO and affiliate marketing stuff, it's really something that anybody can do and actually get similar or better results than me. Whereas I feel like other programs, there's a kind of underlying uh, feeling of like scarcity of like oh if you don't implement this in the next three months it's gonna go away forever and I I love that about my process because I don't really I can give this to my mother my friends um, you know other marketers and anybody can succeed with it it's just you gotta actually take action on it but um, and I can't jump through the computer and push buttons for you but like the process works and it's I tried to dumb it down to where it's like really simple that anybody, you don't have to be super duper technical. You don't have to be a great writer or anything like that. Like in most, all of the steps can pretty much all be outsourced. So that's better. Yeah. It's uh, just reading through the page. It's very simple. Um, and you come across very natural. You've got a ton of testimonials on there. Um, a lot a very, um, enthusiastic testimonials. Um, and I've got a question on those. What was the best way of asking for the testimonials? My first goal for the people in the course is to earn their investment back. So, you know, I don't know what the price will be at the time of in the future or whatever, but at the time of right now, it's a couple hundred bucks. And I want people to at least earn their money back. And when they earn their money back, I'll actually give them their investment back in exchange for a video testimony. Um, because so because I. I, I understand the value for, for me for having that social proof and a video testimonial, yeah. but it has to be authentic. And I figure like the um, one way for it to be authentic is if 
number one, they're making money, and then I give them their money back, which would be an incredible win-win for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it, it won't look staged or anything. They'll actually be really enthusiastic, which you know most people are. And um, you know, the next question most people have is like, well, how do you, how do you, how can you afford to give them their money back if? How are you going to make any money? But just, uh, you know, I don't want to be all negative and stuff, but most people just don't take a lot of action and stuff. So, um, you know, that's that's how that works. And even if they did, I have ways, like there's products and things I recommend inside the course that give me affiliate commission. So even if, even if everybody had a 100% success rate and everybody shot me a video, which would be ideal, I I would I would still be fine. Like it's I'm I'm making money. Don't worry. No, about I me. so I I, I kind of like that approach. Um, it does seem a bit uh, counterintuitive at, at first, but actually, you you're getting a genuine testimonial because they've used your product. They have to have used your product. That's the only way that you have this offer in place. But mm. they also have an incentive to give you a testimonial as well, um, yeah. and they know about the deal in advance, so they know what it is. So. It's not like uh, you see a lot of places where maybe their um, uh, a tech review site is given some product to review. And so yeah. they'll, they might give it a review because they want more of these free products coming through. But actually, yeah. they, they might just give it a glowing review because of that, because they're looking to the future. With this, you, uh, you know, you're going to get a good review out of it because they've used yeah. your system, because they like it. And if, they, if it doesn't work for them, they're not going to be able to get enough money to be able to do this. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to create a different offer than like a you know thirty day money back guarantee because I or refund policies are great for the customer, but it sucks for the vendor because I don't like I don't want you to buy my product, go through it, and then refund it in thirty days. Like I I don't need your money. Like I don't need to teach this stuff. I can do it and be fine. I, yeah. I'll make plenty of money. I want I'm sharing the information because I actually want people to use it and make money with it. So I really genuinely want people to, to succeed with it like that. I would think that's why they're buying the course to begin with. So yeah. what marketing methods have worked best for your course? Uh, are there any campaigns that have really attracted people onto the website? Um, honestly, like I, I haven't done a lot of um, you know paid traffic and stuff. So I'm actually just done organic stuff for now. Like mm-hmm. literally just um, I've got a pretty – decent following with Facebook. So literally just posting to my newsfeed and certain uh, groups. And then um, I've got a blog attached to the course. So I'm using actually SEO to attract traffic to the course. So it's kind of this interesting little, you know, circle of life thing going on where I'm I guess it's similar techniques to what you use in affiliate marketing. It's just you're doing it for your own course. Yeah, pretty much. And then I, I do have plans to scale it up with paid traffic and stuff, but I'm I'm really trying to pour a lot of energy and effort into making sure that this core group of students, which is right, right now just a couple hundred people, mm-hmm. uh, that everyone that really wants really wants it gets the results. Um, so I can have like a really solid layer of just. I mean, ideally, I would love like 100% success rate, but you know, at the end of the day, I can only help the people that really want it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Uh, I noticed on your site as well, you you're quite transparent about your earnings. Um, so you've got results from some some of your accounts, little snapshots of um, what your payouts are. How did that come about, and is that useful as part of selling this course? Yeah, absolutely. It's just it's kind of 
you know, like why people pose in front of uh, Ferraris and Lamborghinis on Instagram and stuff. It's maybe that's who they are, but a lot of times people marketers are just doing that because that's what gets results. That's what people respond to. Mm -hmm. So uh, screenshots are the same way, and those are all real, obviously. But like, you know, between screenshots and you know beautiful destinations and exotic cars and private jets and stuff. That's just what gets people's attention and stuff. So that it, I'm a very visual person. So when I see things like that, it lets me at least get some idea of what's possible with this system and stuff. And I tried not to get put um, too high of a number because I know when I was just starting out, you know, the idea of like $10,000 a day or something that was just mm. so far beyond my reality of what's possible. It was almost un, un like not believable mm -hmm. because it's too big of a number. So I try to like the, the goal I say for the course is obviously the first step is to get their, get them their money back. And then the second step is to get up to a hundred to $200 a day, which should be realistic for most people because that's, um, that was probably what they make at their job or maybe even a little less. But the goal, the reason for that is I know in, for myself living here in the, the States, like a hundred to two hundred dollars a day is enough for, for most people. If they were making that passively, they wouldn't need a job. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, you know, you see all these people in Lamborghinis and stuff. You don't need to make a million dollars to to live an amazing life, mm. you know. So that's you know, if you're making 100, 200 bucks a day, you can live a very comfortable life for that, especially if you're not working every day for that money. It's just coming in on autopilot. So That's right. And if you can show them how to make that initial amount, there's no reason they can't scale that up over time and just keep repeating that process. Yeah, because like you said, it's uh or like we already discussed, it's um it's exponential like your growth because you're I'm not trying to I don't have to work each month uh, put in the same amount of effort to get another three thousand dollars if the three thousand dollars is already come in and I put in 30 more days of work well then the next month I might be making six thousand and then nine and then 15 so it just compounds yeah and it's kind of hard to do that at a job you can, it's good luck trying to go into your boss's office every single month and be like I'd like a raise of $5,000 this month again <laughs> for putting in the same effort yeah yeah um, yeah and there's a certain amount of control I mean we as a business we work remotely that's something I value as a business being able to work remotely be able to work with lots of other people and take control over that and I think there's some amount of doing finding some way to do this sort of thing yourself will give you that flexibility as well um, looking to the future, Greg, what, what plans have you got? Are you going to continue doing this? Have you got any other ideas? Yeah, just, I'm looking for, uh, not looking for, I'm trying to work on ways to scale it because, mm -hmm. um, at, and, and just make my life, go after as many different niches as possible, but efficiently and ideally as lean as possible. Cause I don't really want a ton of employees, but yeah, you don't yeah. want employees. <laughs> yeah, but but you, it's like in order to scale to a certain point, you kind of need at least a few other people because there's just there you can't do it all yourself, even with software. Like it, you got to have somebody managing the software or something. Just mm. even if it's just clicking buttons, like there has to be uh, some you know other humans involved at some point. 
um, even to develop the software and stuff. So I'm working on softwares and things just to help me scale. But I would love to be able to, you know, you know, scale without without having to bring on as many people. You know, yeah. I'm trying to scale with software instead of people. So yeah. um, like one of the softwares I'm working on is to help do what I'm doing with SEO, but for videos. And somebody just messaged me right before the call. They were asking about the exact problem that my software solves. And I was oh, like, really? yeah. they were like, I'm thinking about, you know, you know, outsourcing this. So I was like, don't, don't, uh, like I've got a software coming out really soon. Like, cause I, it was something that I didn't even want to outsource. Cause I, I thought about it and I was like, I don't even want, it's such a tedious task. It's simple, but it's tedious. And um, I was like, I don't even want another human doing this. Mm -hmm. I, this should be automated. And so that's what that does. And then obviously I would like to scale and, and get my course in front of as many people as possible just because, not because I care about the, the money that it could make, but I want to help change people's lives and stuff because this is what I teach is legitimately some something that however many people want to do it, there's room for everybody to make the the amounts that I kind of uh, say are achievable, like the hundred to two hundred dollars a day. There's plenty of money on the planet. There's plenty of products and services out there that anybody that wants to do this can legitimately do it. So. Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of bed review sites or mattress review sites that have grown up around the uh, affiliate marketing for that. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of money in mattresses. Mm -hmm. Um, so just before we finish, could you give uh, the listeners two, two bits of marketing advice and maybe as we have an expert, um, some SEO advice, some things, two things that could, would be generally useful to any business looking to um, do better online? Yeah, so I've, like I said, over the years I've kind of, SEO was super mysterious to me and um, I, I tried going the technical route of trying to understand all the algorithms and all that. Mm. And it's, it's, I, I just, I guess I'm not that smart, you know, I'm not smart enough to keep up with all the trends and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, it really, SEO just comes down to, you know, on page and off page, which, uh, you know, I would focus on the on page, which just means write high quality content that solves um, a problem or addresses the problem or create, uh, gives a solution to the query or the question that people are typing in. So just, and it doesn't always have to be a, a long content. It just has to be the best answer, you know, online, mm -hmm. uh, that particular phrase. And uh, the main thing that I teach or main angle that I highlight in the course is to going after long tail keywords. So longer search phrases, they're, they have more buyer intent behind them and they're less competition because mm -hmm. there's less people that are actually um, putting in the effort to write a piece of content or produce a video about that particular phrase. And one tool to give your listeners um, suggestions to find these because like years ago, you just sort of had to think them up and that wasn't very, a very efficient way to go about getting them. But you can go to tools like keywordtool.io and mm -hmm. it's yep, I've heard of that. Yeah, as a free tool and just I just type in like a root keyword like the most basic version of the phrase I'm trying to get more suggestions of. It's going to crank out hundreds of ideas and then use that as a starting point for um, content to create and so that's 
uh, that 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 alone should help anybody succeed. And then another tip is just I know this is more generic, but it's it's what gets results is you just have to put in the time and effort and be disciplined and consistent. Again, you don't have to be smart. You don't have to work super duper hard uh, all at once. Um, and you know, this is something that you can do on the side or, you know, nights and weekends. I started out doing this, at, you know, on the nights and weekends as well. Cause I had a job just like most people. Um, and you can build this up over time and, um, just, it's just like going to the gym. Like I just got back <laughs> yeah. from the gym an hour ago. I, you know, you're not going to become, you know, Mr. Universe overnight that it takes a while to build muscle, you know, and, and that's if you're doing it every day and drinking your protein shakes and everything, and it's still going to take time. So SEO is kind of like that. It's, um, it's a little bit slow in the beginning, but so is anything else, even paid traffic. Like you have to learn it, yeah. you know, so it's sure. Once you get everything dialed in, you can just throw money at stuff and, and scale up campaigns. But um, yeah, just, just put in the time, uh, anything worth doing is going to take a little bit of effort, mm-hmm. you know, but there's going to be a, you know, breaking point or whatever, where you, things click and everything comes together and, you know, life is going to get better and your results are going to improve faster and stuff. And it's probably going to get better from there. But, um, you know, there's always that kind of learning curve or mm-hmm. growth in the beginning and it. It, it doesn't have to be a, a, a take a, a massive amount of time. Like the the timeline of my course, for instance. Like if you're a complete beginner, if you don't know anything, uh, I believe you can take something like my course and go from beginner to pretty proficient with results to back it up in 12 months or less. Mm-hmm. Which e that's that's pretty awesome because most universities are four to six years or something. That's a long time, you know? So, and you know, there's no guarantee that you're going to get some six figure job after. No, even, even when you come out, yeah, you might be slightly further ahead of people, but you've still got to start. You've got to go and get that job. You've got to work your way up or go out on your own and start your own business. And you're still starting effectively from scratch at that point. So, or, or sadly, sometimes a negative because you may have the debt from the university. So it's, um, that was brilliant. Thanks very much, Greg. Um, if anyone wants to find out more about what Greg's up to and find out about um, his work, go to seoaffiliatedomination.com and you can um, listen to his video there. Watch all those very enthusiastic testimonials. Um, <laughs> and I love it. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? No, just, uh, yeah, I mean, whether you are interested in affiliate marketing or SEO, check out the course. But, um, you know, whatever it is you're interested in, just just know that it, you're going to have to put in the time and effort and yeah. discipline and consistency. And like you can, I know it sounds cliche, but like you can literally do anything you want to on this planet. And, um, it, it seems like the things were really competitive when I was in school and stuff, but when it comes to things like affiliate marketing and whatever niche or field you decide to go into, like, your true competition in the the world, even though there's billions of people, is extremely small. So like, don't let fear and doubt and stuff hold you back because you're, in most cases, you're literally just competing with yourself mm. or just a handful of people on the planet. I know it can seem like more than that, but it's really not. Like most of the people that are 
promoting the exact same products that I'm promoting with, you know, affiliate marketing and SEO. I know them on a first name basis. Like there's only a handful of us on the planet, you know, so it's, it's life, life and business is not as really competitive as you might think. Yeah. I think that's true for a lot of things. Definitely. That, that things are not as competitive or as difficult as people think. They just need to put in that time and effort. Yeah, and there, there's so few people, like there are people that maybe are trying what you're interested in, but the people that have pushed through the failure and that are at yeah. the actual top, it's, you can count them on one hand almost. You, you know, it's a very s- small group of people at the top. Thanks very much for your time. That was great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for having me on your show. Thanks for listening. If you've not already subscribed to our podcast, you can visit ratherinventive.com slash podcast and listen to it there. Or you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Overcast, or whatever podcast player you use. You can get in touch with me on Twitter, I'm at Ben Kinnaird, or the company on at Rather Inventive. Bye.